I'm such a good person. Why is all of this happening to me? God, are you on my side? What's going on? Mm -hmm. And in actuality, my problem was me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And going into therapy really helped me to learn that Mm -hmm. and going through this process. And when I say the problem was me, it was learning to understand that I had no boundaries in a lot of areas in my life. And that what was leading to the spiral, understanding my mental view on situations, understanding who I am and how I respond to things Mm -hmm. is all of a mix of cocktail that gave me what's happening in my life. Mm. (laughs) So when I was faced with me being the problem, I was like, oh no, pack it up. I don't want to be here no more. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So why did you stay? I am Taylor Chandler. I'm a licensed therapist, host of this podcast, Boundaries and Grace and leader of my practice, Reattach. My mission is to help you shift to secure attachment, uprooting anxiety and avoidance, replacing with clarity and peace. You will shift. So my name is Cassandra, but I prefer for everybody to call me Cassie. I am from New York, Brooklyn, born and raised. And I did the reattached group work with Taylor. Mm-hmm. What was happening that led you into group? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> At the point, literally, I'm like, let me be honest. At the point in my life, um, therapy wasn't even a thought until a friend of mine was like, you need to get help. And I was like, what? <laughs> so my life, my work life was in shambles. My personal life was like a living roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And I just kept feeling like I was spiraling and I couldn't understand why and what could I do to stop it. So when someone told me, like, hey, listen, like, I really think therapy would be help for you, even though people always say therapy, therapy, get help. You think you're crazy. So I was like, mm, I don't know. But Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, you know what? Let me try it. I was like, let me try it. And I got on a 20-minute call with Taylor. And baby, she (laughs) let me have it. (laughs) She told me, you're spiraling. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. But here's how I can help you. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, what? Stop, 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 stop. Like, I just remember being like, this is... We are really hitting, like, <laughs> we are definitely hitting rabbit hole spiral. We are going down fast. <laughs> like, it was definitely that. It, it was. was. That. It was so, mm-hmm. it was, and I was, you know, in that moment when you were stopping me, I was so embarrassed. I was like, what? Well, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, wait, you didn't let me explain. Mm-hmm. And I'm fighting so hard to, like, get my point across. And, like, that's what literally led me to do it. Like I, when she brought group up to me, I was like, no, no, I don't want everybody to know my business. I I want to just deal with you one-on-one. And I didn't really at that time think that group and talking in front of a whole bunch of people I don't know Mm -hmm. was really, I was going to learn something. Right. So after I had that call, you were like, listen, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either make it or you don't, but (laughs) you know, take care. And I was like, all right, let me think about it. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it. And I was like, you know what, Cassandra, you've been doing so many other things wrong in your life and making choices. And those choices have sucked. Mm-hmm. So how about just trying this one? And if it doesn't work, at least you could say you tried it. Mm-hmm. And I did. 
and boy, would you be surprised at how it works. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, 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 I don't want to say drink the Kool-Aid, but you got to drink the Kool-Aid. And it really, really yeah, you got to drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> and like what it you're did. describing is like, it's so common for everybody. It is, very, I would say it's probably like 5% of people that I talk to who actually have a positive idea of group. Um, not necessarily because it's my group, but because just like, like what you're saying, like what, it, what is the benefit of being with a group of people that I don't know? Like, how is that actually going to help? I appreciate your honesty in that because a lot of people feel that way. And I also, I've said before, when I had to do group mm-hmm. therapy, it was a requirement when I was in grad school and I hated it. I was the worst group member. I thought it was just like, I mean, and I, I lead a very different type of group, I have to say, if I'm going to lie. But um, I can just understand, like, why people have that perception of group. I totally get that. Um, yeah. So I want to know, like, what about and like, if the, you don't mind me sharing. Yeah, go ahead. I was about to ask you to share. So go ahead. Oh, yeah. Cause it actually, it literally runs right into the, the right next question. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. my first session ever is therapy and group with Taylor. I was hot. I was like having headaches. I thought I was going to have a hot flash. Instantly, I felt like I was in my 50s. I was like, ooh, I don't know. I'm nervous. What's going on? Um, and we're in this group. We're all sitting here. We don't know each other. And we had an assignment that we were supposed to work on. Privy to the group. And then we she separates us. So now I had anxiety because I'm like, okay, I'm in this room with this person. I don't know. First impressions is everything, right? Because that's what we were told growing up. Make a good first impression. And here I am slammed to a room with somebody mm-hmm. and I want to make a good first impression, but we're both here for the same reasons, mm-hmm. and yeah. we're going backwards. We're not making a good first impression this time. We're actually laying all our cards out somewhat on the table yeah. and it's like reverse. So I'm uncomfortable. I have anxiety. I'm nervous. It's mm-hmm. just a whole bowl of mess in the beginning. Yeah. And about 30 minutes in, I started to feel this overwhelmingness of feeling safe, which is really weird mm-hmm. because you don't feel safe with people that quick. Yeah. But when you're starting to go over tasks with each other and you're really realizing that a lot of you are having the same issue yeah. in many different ways. Yeah. And you're like, Oh my God, wait, I'm going through that too. Yeah. Oh wait, you are too, but wait, I, I feel that as well. And then it's like, Oh, okay, well this is safe here. So I can put the barrier down that I keep up with the world and I can mm-hmm. actually work on myself now. Yeah. That was my first experience. That's so good. Um, it's wild how, I mean, so much of this work is, is just ironic. It's like, Oh, actually you get the best result by just saying the word, like the parts that are like the worst parts. Like you just gotta be honest. <laughs> like you gotta like, just say what it is. <laughs> And it doesn't yes. mean that it sucks any less, but it does mean that by being that honest and being that willing to share and those things that you want to keep the most private, it's actually in sharing those things when we're doing it in the right places and around the right faces that it actually works best. And I'll also say just for the, just a sidebar outside of group, I, we don't actually realize that there's opportunities to connect with people in like that. They, they, I just like to highlight that it's not just people in these kinds of groups that can do this for you or that have experienced mm-hmm. these kinds of things. It's actually so much of the world. And when we start to act, when we start to just 
say it out loud, then people are like, oh my gosh, that's me too. But we are so, we are also, the shame keeps us really isolated from each other, just in like normal life. Um, so group yeah. just kind of gives you that like more of a guarantee that it's going to that like, oh, wait, people are going to get it. But I just want to highlight like, you know, other people exist in the world that also can, mm-hmm. can get it and provide some support for you. What, what did you think the problem oh, was yeah. and what did you find out was actually the problem? <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Oh, this is so funny. This is, that's a really good question. Um, so as I said, this spiral of my life coming into therapy, I just thought the problem was everything that was happening to me, right? Because you just feel like all these things are happening to me. Yep. I'm such a good person. Why is all of this yeah. happening to me? God, are you on my side? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And in actuality, my problem was me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and going into therapy really helped me to learn that mm-hmm. and going through this process. And when I say the problem was me, it was learning to understand that I had no boundaries in a lot of areas in my life. And that what was leading to the spiral, understanding my mental view on situations understanding who I am and how I respond to things Mm -hmm. is all of a mix of cocktail that gave me what's happening in my life. Mm. (laughs) So when I was faced with me being the problem, I was like, Oh no, pack it up. I don't want to be here no more. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So why did you stay? You know, I stayed because I wanted to understand Mm -hmm. in a weird way. You know, it's kind of like that, uh, that that validation factor. Like, okay, I'm the problem, but why? Mm-hmm. Okay, why is it me? Mm-hmm. Like, it could it could it could be somebody else, right? You know, it could just be bad timing, right place, wrong timing thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I stayed because I wanted to understand why. Mm-hmm. And then the longer I stayed, and the more I just allowed myself to be open and vulnerable to yes. The problem is you, but let's understand why. I started to uncover a lot more about myself. Mm -hmm. And through being able to look at myself in a lens like that, it was just like, wow, okay, Cass, like, I love you. But, like, do you really love you? Mm. Because if you did, you wouldn't be doing certain things. You wouldn't allow certain things. You wouldn't entertain certain things. Mm -hmm. It's such a good reminder for me how hard it really is. Because I have to remember, like, I've been doing this for so long. I've been so like, it's me, it's me, it's me. Like I'm, I, I, I'm having to come to terms and this is recent, Cassie. I'm telling you, this is really recent. I don't, I guess maybe yeah. in the way that like, um, maybe because of the number of people that I'm interacting with now that, it, that I'm sort of like having a different perspective or be also, I think because I've been able to, it's not gotten to the flow of, of, of having this practice. It's given me more thinking time. Like I was going so fast and it was so much, for a little over Mm -hmm. a year and then I was like okay I got the processes down so now I'm having more reflective time I'm able to like see the landscape better and I'm what I've been seeing really recently is I'm like this is really hard (laughs) like this is really what I'm asking you to do is and I told we had this conversation in the last group what I'm asking you to do is so countercultural. It is so not popular 
it is so it's such a painful mm-hmm. experience of being like oh my gosh what have I done <laughs> like and what like and it's not that other people don't literally don't legitimately do wrong things do bad things do per- painful things but it's about what did we have to do with it how did we co-create those situations and so um to be mm-hmm. willing to sit in that and then work through it throughout the week and then to show up every week is really a big deal it's just I mean it's because when I'm doing it I'm like oh of course like it's so normal to me I have to remember how how abnormal it actually is so this is helpful for me too yeah and if I can add just with mm-hmm. the, the showing up every week okay mm-hmm. I'm a person before coming to do work with Taylor I would claim that I'm going to go to the gym and find all the excuses the next morning not to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm the number one person for a reason as to why I should do something and then why I should not do it. <laughs> and you guys wouldn't believe me if I told you I've never missed a session with right. Taylor, no matter all of the things that was happening throughout my week. Mm-hmm. I made sure I was there, I was present because I really wanted to know what is wrong with me and how can I fix it? How can I live the life that it is that I want to live? And through going to therapy with Taylor, I realized that I've been living my life unsatisfactory Mm -hmm. for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And literally it's just a switch. Oh, you're unhappy? Change it. Fix it. Like what? It's that simple? No, but it's really complicated, Taylor. You don't get it. (laughs) But she does. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it yeah. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's at the beginning, always, it's always like all of the, it's such, such disbelief. And I always say it, I'm like, you have no idea how simple this is going to be. It's so much easier than you think. You're going to get this so much faster than you think. If you just do it, <laughs> like it's going to, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like you're, you're going to be fine. It's going to be great. Hey, y'all, I hope you're enjoying Cassie as much as I do. Um, there is a link in my show notes to my website, IamTaylorChandler.com, where, you're, where you can find information about group and one-on-one work. Um, also want to take a moment and direct you to the ratings. How about those ratings? Have you been listening to this podcast and you are just enjoying it and you just love it and you just are smiling about it and you just like to take notes and you're like, wow, I love this. Wow, great. And you have not hit those stars, though. (laughs) Have you hit those stars, though? Y'all, it really helps me out a lot if you press those stars. It it amazes me how much content creators have to beg for this. Okay, so please, you don't want to hear me beg, do you? Can you just press those stars back on up out of this thing, hit those stars, and I will be here. We will be here when you get back. Okay, if you're getting something out of it and you really want to uh, pour a little bit more into it, you can leave a review as well, um, a sentence or two, if you have a moment. I really appreciate it. Let's get back to it after you hit those stars, 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 stars. That's all five of them. Yep. If you just do, if you just yeah. trust it and it literally works every mm-hmm. time, everybody that just, that just does it, that really commits to it, that really is like open to, wow, maybe it is simpler than I thought. Maybe there is more that I can do than I imagined, than I knew about. 
it works every time. And that's just mm-hmm. the nature of accountability in life. And that's for anything like that's in any area and finances and relationship and health and everything. A- anytime that someone chooses to take total responsibility for every single thing that they're able to, you always get a great result. And so it's, that's just like, it's just really the, it's, it's weird. It sounds like a key to life. It's just like the solve. It's just, it makes things, it actually puts things, it puts the ball in your court and you get to do, instead of just feeling like you're getting beat up all the time and everything's always happening to you and you just can't get up. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a, it's a total <laughs> mindset change. So what yep. did you, what did you do about when you realized that, okay, wow, I actually do have a big role to play in this. What did you like practically do in your life? So the number one thing that I did was I started thinking. I know that sounds like really weird, right? Like there has to be an action. Well, my action was thinking. Mm -hmm. I started reflecting on previous situations Mm -hmm. of where I would do an action that is like so outlandish. And I was just like, okay, well, where did this come from? How did I feel in that way? What led me to doing this? And how can I, in the future, instead of recreating that action, do something different? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it didn't happen just like that immediately. Um, there were pieces. Like, so sometimes I would get, okay, well, why I did it? Well, this is why. And how can I do differently? I'll just jump to the end. And then I'm missing all the pieces in between. But throughout the week, I was able to understand all of the pieces. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to get it right away. You're still going to, it's it's no magical trick. Like, okay, you go through the six weeks and then everything in life is going to change. Bam, you're done. You're cured. No, it doesn't happen like that. Mm -hmm. But a a lot of things will change. And then you'll notice you'll get stuck in different areas. Yeah. And you'll have to yeah. work through that stuck phase and really have to go back and really reflect and think about how you can do things differently, how you've done them differently. What's your new mind frame? Because honestly, yeah. the biggest gift to me of going to this group was gaining a new mind frame. Mm-hmm. So gaining a new understanding of how something has played out in your past and working on how to change your actions in the future and in the present mm-hmm. is really the, the key goal of what I've got. Yeah. From this. Yeah. I think that that's, that's, that's consistent in everyone who really gets it. It's like, is it's not about getting um, the people who go into it with the wrong idea or who want to do this for the wrong idea. Mm-hmm. Is that like, it's the, it's that there is going to be the magic pill and nothing ever is going to happen after that. <laughs> like, but no, it's about, it's literally, it's just like you're saying, it's, it's saying like, okay, I need to look at life and my role differently. And that, and then regardless of what, ha- like things are going to keep happening, but now I handle those things differently. I process through it differently. And even the way that you mm-hmm. describe it is the way that I also, is the way that I, the way that I think about it is it's almost like a game where you're like, okay, I'm hitting a, I'm hitting a struggle point. Now I need to, that's my cue to take a take several steps back and look at what mm-hmm. can I do what can't I do where am I forcing things where should I relax where where do I need help where do I need to let go like all of you you just kind of start going through kind of a I don't know what to call it like a huh I don't know, it's almost like a protocol. <laughs> like, it's, you're, you just realize that there's something <laughs> you could do about everything. 
There's something you could do about everything. There's something you could, there's something that you can, even like the things that, so that you think about it, it's the way that you think about yourself in those situations. So it really is the mindset that is, that is different. People aren't going to be different. (laughs) Like people are still going to be who they are. It's about how you relate to them. Aren't they? Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of people, what was surprising to Mm -hmm. you about when you started to kind of like take this, take this driver's seat in your life? Was anything surprising to you about others' response or about like how you related to people differently? Well, you know, we always have this ideal of we want people to understand exactly where we're coming from and just like look at the progress and just Mm -hmm. accept the change. Well, that was not my life. (laughs) Um, A lot Mm -hmm. of people did not like my change. They Mm -hmm. fought against it. Um, They tried to attack my boundaries that I'm placing in my life they didn't agree with it um i got reprimanded in many different ways of what you can think of i was really beaten down every time i tried to you know reframe myself and i'm like hey i have these healthy boundaries like this is i don't want to be treated this way anymore i would like to be treated this way mm-hmm. if you're going to treat me this way as i've asked you not to treat me then i don't want to continue this anymore a lot of people didn't like it but Why do you think that was? what I had to learn is, is because they were so conditioned to the old me to just get away with anything that I allowed them mm-hmm. to get away with. And a lot of people don't like change mm-hmm. if we're just like bringing that in. Yeah. Um, even me, I didn't like the change at a point as well, because I'm like, if I'm just going to keep getting hit every time I try to change something, what's the point of changing it? Mm-hmm. I'm getting hit at my job. I'm getting hit in my personal life. I'm I'm feeling like I'm hitting myself. Like, so should I even change it? Like, then I started to doubt, like, all the work I'm doing. I'm like, okay, well, I'm thinking it's really helping me. But everybody around me is like, well, no, you got to look into yourself and and you got to fix this. And I'm like, whoa, well, I'm doing that. So why are you coming at me like this? (laughs) But what I had to understand is, oh, go ahead. You go, and I'll go after you. Okay. What I had to understand was it's not 100% about how other people are going to react to your change. Mm -hmm. It's about how you react to how Mm -hmm. other people that are reacting to your change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I end up learning at my last point. Because immediately my instant reaction is, if someone's coming against me, I'm going to come against you too as a defense. Because now I'm defensive. And I've learned to say, well, you know what? If you don't like it, that's not my problem. Sounds like a you thing. And I'm going to be okay over here. And that was a big transition for me to be able to do something like that. That is a big deal. It's like that kind of uh, transition of self, like as you're transforming yourself, there is definitely a period and it's not just one because it's going to happen again Cass as things like get as you Mm -hmm. like changing and developing there's always going to be loss involved like as you grow things have to die and people relationships change and I think that after something like this especially when it's like the first someone's first like go at it like it's like the first time that you kind of like even even attempt something like this, setting boundaries and speaking up and even recognizing that there are even boundaries to set and stuff like that. It can be really shocking to experience Mm -hmm. the way that, that people respond to you because you are being taught 
and starting to learn yourself like on your own learning and talking to others who are like, yeah, boundaries are great. Boundaries are great. Boundaries are great. Speaking up is great. Knowing your needs is good. Communicating them is awesome. And, but then when you, but you have to remember that you're coming from an environment where that was not validated. And so you mm-hmm. coming in with something different is not actually going to necessarily and often doesn't change the environment that you are coming from. And then you have to be okay with this period of like isolation in a way, not, not, not that you're going to be literally all yeah. alone every time like that, but it could happen. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, but to have like a level okay. of isolation, some, a degree of aloneness and even that feeling of why doesn't anyone get it? Why don't, like, why can't, why can't they, like, why can't you just hop on board? And that is, a, I mean, it's so universal. I'd say that everybody goes through it. Um, I definitely have, and yeah. I continue to in different ways. Like when I transition and do different things, um, I have, I, it's, but it's a different awareness of what is happening. It's kind of like an acceptance of, okay, it doesn't mean that that kind of thing doesn't hurt in some kind of way, but the hurt is different. It has a different meaning, I think, of like, okay, I can accept that, uh, that this doesn't mean that I have to regress. It doesn't mean I have to give up where I'm going. Um, it means that mm-hmm. maybe this, maybe we're not aligned in this way anymore. Maybe where I'm going doesn't fit where I was anymore. So that's a, it's a really interesting yeah. experience because you see, you see positive gain and then you also see some loss. So, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely for me at the same time. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. another thing too, um, that Taylor will let you know, like these things, it's occurring while your life is still going at the same time. Right, right, right. So you're learning to implement these things while the train is running. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, hop on. But like, just hold on to something because we're still moving <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, that's a really good um, and visual. Well, for, yeah, that's how it felt for me. Yeah. I was like, the train is going fast and I just got to hold it on to something. And yeah, it was really fast. <laughs> um, one thing that I will say is, you know, when you are experiencing those gains and losses, mm-hmm. be appreciative for both of them because the way I look at life is, is that where you are now is not where you were then. And just be grateful that there's even a growth happening. There are many people in life that are just stunted and don't grow at, at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So be appreciative of the transition that you're going through. It really is a journey and you got to love every part of it. Mm-hmm. I agree. That is such wise, such wise words. And such great perspective. From a youngin'. <laughs> <laughs> it's such great perspective that, wow, like, I can be growing. And sometimes it's not someone's time. Sometimes it's just not someone's lane. Or it's not rather not lane, but someone's path. And that to be mm-hmm. grateful for where you're going and be able to separate that from what other people have going on. I mean, I think you just going through this process, you get a really good awareness of like your life being separate than others. We're connected and related in ways, but you are, you have a totally separate life. You are a totally on your own complete individual. And that is an interesting experience of like kind of seeing yourself that way of like, wow, I have all, I have this whole life that I get to do something with. And then it's also simultaneous. I mean, you just done such a good job explaining this because I'm saying the same thing you are just differently because simultaneously you're experiencing other people having their lives, individual lives. And that is a sad, it can be a, I think, I think I use, I think the word sad comes to mind. It's going to be sad to be like, oh, 
we can't do all of this together or, oh, maybe you don't get this part of me and there can be this like grieving process with mm -hmm. the growth. So yeah, I think you're explaining that really, really well. I'd say that's accurate for sure. Really? Yeah. You've um, shared so much in such a short time. <laughs> you really have. I know. Um, I want to know, but I, I, I have the last question I want to, I want to um, ask you, but I want to ask you this one first. What, what, what are you loving the most about you? In this time now? Yeah. Uh, I'm loving the freedom mm. of getting to know me. So um, back in group, there was this wonderful girl I met, um, and she used a great reference of feeling like a cage bird. Mm. And it really resonated with me because I didn't realize that I was encaging myself in many situations, in personal relationships, at work, relationships with family, and learning how to put boundaries and place myself in a space where I want to be respected and this is how I wish to be treated, and literally saying no to people who don't respect it or are not willing to respect me, and owning that. And saying, well, you know what? I want to surround myself with people that are like-minded like me, that want the same things that I want, that are going to respect me, and I'm going to be able to reciprocate that back. And I don't feel that just because of our history or just because of the things that I've done for you or what you've done for me that I have to hold on to you. Mm -hmm. I can change the course span of this relationship at any moment in time. And I can say no yeah. was the most freeing thing I could have ever did for myself mm -hmm. and now where I'm at I'm just free and I'm happy mm -hmm. and I'm just taking control of what I want and now I can say well I don't want this right now I want to enjoy getting to know who Cassie is now yeah. while she's working on herself because it's a new me mm -hmm. and I'm going to keep changing as I continue to work on myself and I want to get to know that and I want to get to know that without the distraction of being surrounded with people that are going to take me away from doing this work. Mm, wow. That's so good. So the conviction is standing out to me. The conviction. Yeah. That's so great. So if you, with all the things that are said, so if, whether it's something that you've already touched on or something else that you want to add in here, if you could guarantee that listeners walked away with one thing, what do you really, really want them to walk away with? I definitely want them to walk away with a better understanding of themselves. I feel as though in life, you, because you, you're with yourself. You have, you're the longest relationship you've had with anyone is a relationship you have with yourself. Mm -hmm. And I feel a lot of times when you go through different situations with different people, what you think of yourself sometimes get altered. So doing this work and getting to now understand the deeper you, how to explore that. I want, to be able to see themselves truly deep down for who they are and embrace that and keep going forward with who they want to become. I feel like a lot of people can understand that. A lot of the self-hate that's going on will start to slowly digress and we'll be better people for ourselves and others. I agree. Thank you. Thank y'all for listening in. 
to this, let's call it a bonus episode. I have so much content, so much I want to do for y'all. By the way, we're recording these live on Patreon. So I'm adding that link to the show notes. We're recording podcast episodes, the content episodes live on Patreon. And so my guest episodes will be fewer and farther between. Okay. I still think that they're important, but I have just so much to give you before 2023 that uh, we're just going to be, we're going to kind of load it up. We're going to load the season up and get ready for the new year. Right. So thank you all for listening in. If you want to be a part of the live recordings for the content episodes, join Patreon. It's $5 a month. Thank you all for rating and reviewing this podcast, and I will see you next week.